Welcome to the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast, a podcast that covers a wide range of topics. So come chill with us on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Here's your host, Mr. Anderson. Everybody to episode 93 of the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast here on the 1st of April. 1 April, April Fool's Day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys had a great Thursday, a wonderful week thus far. As we get ready to transition transition into the weekend. Again, hope you guys had a great, great day. Thank you again for your continued support. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Much appreciated it. All right. So today is Friday. A segment we like to call Finally is Friday. A day of uh, joy and celebration. Those mini vacations, if you will. Sometimes just two days away from the boss seems like forever. Sometimes a couple of days away from the co-workers seems like forever. So enjoy it. And we'll talk about that as we conduct our closing, our closing remarks. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I, this man that you're watching, this man that you're listening to on all the audio platforms, I graduated Marine Corps boot camp 28 years ago today, 1 April 1994, as you can see in the thumbnail. So we're going to talk about this. How graduating Marine Corps boot camp changed my life forever. And I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it changed my life forever. I was pushed to a point where I didn't even know if I could succeed. I thought I was going to fail, just like many other Marines that has been through boot camp and currently is going through boot camp and who will go through boot camp years from now. I tell you, it's one of those situations that was like a, a pressure cooker. And the drill instructors were applying pressure all day, every day, in your face, constant, constant pressure. But you figure out a way to get through it. So we're going to talk about that. And I broke down five critical areas, five key areas, how a graduating Marine Corps boot camp impacted my life in the Marine Corps and subsequent um, time in the Army. Now, for those that don't know my story you could definitely listen to previous episodes on the Nomad Cast, but just a quick uh, snapshot of my story for the folks that don't know. I went to, I was in the Marine Corps from 1994 to 1998. I was honorably discharged January 1998. I ended up joining the Army October 1999 and served in the Army from October 1999 to November 2020 when I eventually retired in the rank of Master Sergeant. So you saw the Master Sergeant retire hat yesterday, and today I got my Marine Corps veterans hat on. Actually, this is my wife's. She, uh, of course, is a Marine veteran, as you can see here in this picture. We were married back in 97. Look at us young folks. But I will tell you, the Marine Corps changed my life. And so with all that being said, let's go ahead and get started. So the first key that the Marine Corps changed in my life, uh, we talked about teamwork. Teamwork is the very first thing. Now, I worked in White Castle prior to joining the Marine Corps, prior to enlisting the Marine Corps. And I did not understand the value of teamwork. I didn't understand that, you know, doing the right things, you know, as it relates to teamwork. I didn't understand that dynamic. It was almost like it was selfish. You know, the Army talks about selfless service. When I worked at White Castle, it was selfish service. I was all about Damon. What can DA get? Damon this, Damon that. I was a very selfish person. In some respects, I'm still selfish, but 
back then, if you knew me back in them 90s, I was selfish, right? And so when I enlisted in the Marine Corps, I knew that I would have to give a lot of things away. Freedom, my joy, my happiness. <laughs> I had to give so many things away if I was going to succeed and survive 13 weeks. Because I went January 94 and I graduated one April. And I knew I had to give a lot of things up. And selfishness, I knew I had to check that thing at the airport before I even got to daggone Paris Island. Um, but I will tell you, it was it was a, a monumentous moment, monumentous moment when I uh, finally got there and I learned about teamwork and my drill instructors, as you can see here, these guys all day, every day, they talked about teamwork, spree de corps, doing the right thing, so on and so forth. And I really understood the value of teamwork when we were doing field exercises, when we were doing line training is when you do uh, combat against each other. Uh, it's like combatives, if you will. And I knew that pushing my the next recruit who eventually was going to be a Marine, pushing him, you know, to to a point where he didn't even think he can get to as well as people pushing me to a point I didn't think I get to. And everything was about teamwork. Teamwork is in, was embedded in your soul. Teamwork was the very fabric of the Marine Corps. And I learned so many lessons with that. Doing a swim call, you know, encouraging your teammate. Going on runs, encouraging your teammate. Doing classes, encouraging your teammate to stay awake so the drill instructors wouldn't freaking yell at us, which they did anyway. But, you know, the teamwork thing, as I looked at it, as it evolved into my uh, Army career, it was it was paramount. It was critical that we had to be good teammates, good co-workers. I didn't necessarily had have to like you, but I had to respect you in the sense because you're wearing the same uniform that I'm wearing. We're serving the greater good, just like you're serving the greater good. Now, Mike, my, my cause may be a little different. My discipline level may be different, but at the end of the day, we're still teammates and we still have to do things for the greater good of the organization, the country. At that time, the Marine Corps and the, when I eventually went into the Army. And that's why I say these lessons that I'm talking about here, I learned so much and they kind of transcended from the Marine Corps to the Army. And now my recurrent my current uh, retirement teamwork, you know, hand in hand, being in combat together, doing all these things, having your battle buddies back, having your Marines back. Even now, having my wife's back, my wife having my back. That's all about teammates. And when you talk about teammates, it's not just, you know, playing basketball or catching a football, not from the athletic standpoint. I'm talking about from the military standpoint, from being the husband, being the father, being, you know, the wife and everything. Those are what teammates are about. You know, when I, you can put your back against another person and you're protecting each other six, that's all about teamwork. And those are some of the critical things I learned in boot camp, again, that transcended my time in the army and even to now being a good teammate doing the things for the greater good service to others. That's being a great teammate. So that's why I always tell my kids for me working the customer service in white castle was great because it taught me how to read people, to understand people, but being in the Marine Corps, being in the army, being in the military in general, it's taught me so many life lessons, and I think it's the greatest teacher. My father taught me so many life lessons in life. People in the neighborhood taught me so many life lessons in life. But I didn't get to put those to application until 
I merged those theories and merged those thoughts and passions and acts and everything until I merged them and nested them with the Marine Corps values, the Marine Corps teamwork philosophy, so on and so forth. And I tell you, it was the greatest, it was the greatest, the greatest joy. Whitney Houston had a song called The Greatest Love of All. It was the greatest joy of all when that drill instructor handed me my Eagle Globe and Anchor and said, recruit your non-Marine. Teamwork. I didn't do it by myself. My fellow recruits helped me become a Marine. My fellow soldiers in the Army, fellow NCOs, soldiers, officers, seniors, peers, and subordinates, they helped me get to the rank of Master Sergeant. So it's not about what you can do for yourself. It's what you can do for others. Teamwork. The second one, uh, the second value I learned by graduating Marine Corps boot camp is strength. Now, we could talk about mental strength. People usually kind of, you know, put strength, you know, have it nested with uh, physical. But it can be mental or uh, physical. Now, I will tell you, the mental strength, the physical strength I learned in the Marine Corps, I will tell you, is paramount. I was pushed to the limits physically. Mentally, I talked about swim qual is one of my biggest challenges, probably the, one of the big. Yeah, I will say probably my top five biggest challenges ever in my in my career serving both branches. Because I, I didn't you know, I didn't know how to swim. I didn't have a desire to swim. And when them drill instructors like you're either going to swim or you're going to die. I mean, it was like, <laughs> what do I do? There's no choice. But I had, you know, just to piggyback from the previous topic, I had to have teammates to help me. Hey, man, you can do this. They used to call me Detroit, my the fellow recruits. They said, Detroit, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I had to have, have the help of teammates giving me their strength and added with the strength that I had to be able to pass this thing. And again, it was due to prayer and everything else. And God definitely had a hand on me during that time, because I'll tell you, this kid right here, I was not feeling it jumping in that water with that gear. And you got a backstroke on your back and do all this other stuff. But I, I I knew I had to have a mental strength to be able to get over it because they would challenge you. Them drill instructors are getting in your face and they was challenging you on every freaking thing. Your decision making process, your thought, your thought process. Why did you do it this way? I told you to do it that way. Why can't you figure this out? When are we going to figure this out? I'm going to challenge you guys physically, mentally, morally, spiritually. The strength lies in everything the aforementioned, what I just mentioned. It was so many times, I'm telling you, mentally, when you're taking these exams, you're working on sleep deprivation, you barely can hear, you barely can understand because you're so freaking tired. You didn't did a daggone road march 20 miles, walking over freaking rocks, right? And all of a sudden, now you got to go to your next next site, your next position, and then take a test in the field, putting weapons together, stripping weapons, putting them together, doing it for time. And now you're tested on that. So that's a mental strength, strength, being able to go through that over and over and over for 13 weeks, learning how to freaking do drilling ceremonies, doing everything, going command. Some again, so many drill instructors in your ear, in your ear, in your face, behind you. And then you're dealing with the recruits, the recruits. You know, some of these guys didn't get get along. That is a mental strength. The, the, the physical strength, doing the push-ups, going to the pit, dealing with the sand fleas, doing all these things, doing the confidence course, doing the slide for life, rappelling, climbing the freaking um, the rope and everything. That is the physical strength you had to deal with. 
And now you couple that with the mental strength. I've learned so many lessons that I attribute to my time at Paris Island in the Marine Corps. There's no way. And I know this for a fact, Jack. There's no way the person that I am now. Now, I'm not a a pillar of excellence. I'm no again, man. I'm just a regular dude, just like everybody else. So I'm not trying to paint myself as higher than higher than high. None of that. What I'm saying is everything that I've learned, the values, the attributes, everything that I take with me right now, present day, being 47 years old, I did not learn any of those things until I went through those 13 weeks of boot camp in 1994. I learned to test myself physically. I learned to test myself mentally. And that is the beauty of being in the military. Now, I was a recruiter in the Army, so I'm not trying to recruit folks to the Army or other branches. But what I'm telling you, for me, at that point in my life, when I enlisted in 1993 and I physically left my house in Detroit to go to the Marine Corps, I knew I would not be the same person when I graduated. And each year, I got better 1% a day. Each year, I got better, right? And I will tell you, it's because of those drill instructors, the recruits I served with, eventually the Marines I served with, the time that I was out the service when I joined the Army. All those things, everything I learned about being physically strong and mentally strong, you can attribute it to my time in the Marine Corps. Physically, strength, and mental strength. The third one, let's talk about honor. The, the, the Marine Corps love honor, courage, and commitment. When we talk about honor, one of the things that uh, the Marine Corps taught me, let's talk about the uniform. I know in some instances I probably wasn't the best uniform, best uh, Marine when it came to the uniform. Sometimes I look kind of dusted, so on and so forth. And my wife definitely can share that story as well. But it was something about wearing that Marine uniform, U.S. Marines, with your name tag, wearing that Eagle Globe and Anchor, wearing that cover, wearing those black boots, boots shiny, representing the Marine Corps. That was all about honor, doing doing things outside of yourself. You know, being that, that strength. We talk about it, being that strength, having that teamwork. But just to honor something, I mean, it was it's kind of hard to describe because honor means so much. It's like I wear a band right now that honors three service members. And unfortunately, I've had many more service members that's no longer here due to combat, due to life, so on and so forth. And I wear this as an honor of them. And the only reason I do that is because, you know, I, I love these guys. I serve with these guys. I was a mentor to these guys. I was a comrade to these guys. I was a mentee to these guys. And again, for, unfortunately, I could have my whole forearm full of folks that's passed away. But that's that's another story. But the reason I brought that up is we talk about honor. That's honor. Honoring your comrades. Right. Honoring your family. Honoring your wife. Honoring your children. Honoring the organization doing stuff for the greater good, right? It's all about that selfless service that we learned in the army. It wasn't being selfish. You can't be a selfish person and have honor. It's all about that integrity, that moral courage, doing the things that you need to do. And it's not about you, but you can do your best to be honorable. And I, I tell you, I've taken that from the time I was in the Marines to the army. 
wearing my army uniform. That was honor. That was prestige when I would iron that uniform every day. There was honor and prestige when I ironed my patrol cap. In the Marine Corps, we called them covers and army, they called them patrol caps. Not this. And it was honor at that time, you know, polishing the black boots. You know, you don't wear black boots no more. But it was honor showing up to work, being a team leader. It was honor. These guys up under me. You know what I'm saying? I'm in charge of these guys. I'm going to get these guys and gals ready. I have to get them ready for combat. I have to get them ready for life. I have to get them ready for life outside of the military. It was an honor being a squad leader. It was an honor being a platoon sergeant. It was an honor being in any any capacity I served. All the way from being an operations, all the way from anything I've done, recruited anything I've ever done in the military. Both branches. It was honor in that. That's why I wear my master sergeant retire hat. It's not to say, hey, you know, I retired as a master sergeant. That's freaking honor. I bust my tail to be a freaking master sergeant. I bust my tail to be a freaking Marine. You know what I'm saying? Just like you guys bust your tail to do everything that you do in life. That's an honor with that. There's a prestige in that. You should feel good. You should feel happy. You should feel invigorated because you're doing that. This is something that you're doing, not only for yourself, you're doing it for your family. If you have a wife, if you have a husband, if you have a children, if you don't have children, you're doing it for yourself. You got businesses around. That's honor. When the, when a guy is is has a, a, a business and he's cleaning his windows before the customers show up, that's honor. He's honoring his building. He's making his building look proud and standing up straight, standing tall, looking good. Ought to be in Hollywood for the Marines that's listening. Y'all know what I'm talking about when I say that. But I'm telling you, it's an honor. I've learned that word and I was honorable before I joined the Marine Corps. But it was in a negative way because it was all about Damon. Selfish. Me, 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 me. What can I get? Me, me, me. But when I got through that Marine Corps and I got through the Army, so many. I mean, I could spend I could have a podcast for years talking about the things I've learned circling both branches when it talks about honor. But to me, that's what the, it's just the honor with that. Not only serving yourself, serving others, the organization, your family, everybody honor. All right, let's talk about courage. (laughs) I will tell you courage, courage, courage. I was not a scary person before I joined the Marine Corps and definitely wasn't a scary person afterwards. But you, I had to learn courage. When I went to combat in the Army, I had to learn courage when people are shooting at you and dealing with things that you know I had, we had to deal with during that time. There's a courage in that. And a lot of times you're nervous. You're scared. You don't know if you can do it. But there's a courage in that. There's a courage climbing a repelling tower. You don't know if you're going to slip and fall. There's a courage of jumping in the pool with all your gear. There's a courage in going on a long run. Don't know if you're going to come back. There's a courage in anything that you do, not just military, just in life. Now, I will tell you, I will not have the courage that I have right now. Again, I just want to put out the disclaimer. I'm no Billy Badass or none of that. What I'm saying is I didn't learn the proper way to structure my courage until I went through the Marine Corps, subsequent graduation, going enlisting in the Army. And during that time, displayed impeccable courage. I was never the one to be scared. Hey, you got to brief the general. Oh, you got to, you know, meeting with the SAR major. Oh, you got to go before 
first sergeants on a promotion board. Oh, we got to go to combat. We got to do all these things. Never scared of that. Now, was I cautious? Yeah. But there was always a courage. Now, you could be the physical courage, moral courage, mental courage, all of those things. They all are nested together. It embodies the type of person that I want to be. It can embody the person that you guys want to be, that we all can be. But I had to have courage as long as it was in the right positive mindset. And I didn't learn none of those tools until I graduated and went through Marine Corps boot camp. Because they taught you, you can't be scared. You're part of the biggest, baddest fighting machine known to man. You're a freaking Marine. You ain't got time to be scared. You ain't got time to be fearful. Now, you can be cautious. You can be deliberate with your actions. You can be deliberate with your approach to certain things. But you got to have courage. And it's not about the physical courage. It's mental courage. How do I overcome these things that I couldn't could do? I, I struggled climbing that freaking rope with that weapon behind my back with all that gear. I struggled with that. But I had the courage to do it. I knew I had to do it. I had I was that water jumping in that freaking pool. I had to have the courage to do it. And then when I ended up in the army in Okinawa, Japan, I was part of the Dragon Boat team, right? And I had to have courage to get in that freaking ocean because I remember jumping in the pool, pushed in the pool by the drill instructors, swim or die, right? And now I'm on a freaking dragon boat team in freaking Japan in the middle of the freaking ocean paddling. Don't know if this thing is going to turn over. Had a couple episodes where, you know, this thing was getting close to turnover. You can listen to that episode as you can see here. But I would tell you, it was it was fear. But I knew I had to have that courage to overcome that again, not fearful, not a scary person, not scared of things, but cautious, deliberate with my approach. And that's what the Marine Corps taught me, taught me to be courage, taught me to be courage, taught me to be courageous, have courage, stand with that chest out with their head, head held up high. Doing what you need to do, having the courage, not only the physical part, the mental part, having courage to stand up for what you believe in, standing up for your troops, standing up for your family. There's so many times I had to stand up for my subordinates because they were scared to talk for themselves. So many times I've had to put my career on the line when I was recruiting for people because I had the courage to do it. Hey, this got to be done this way. The way we're doing it is wrong. That's all about courage. It's not about punching somebody in the face. That's not the courage I'm talking about. The courage is standing up for yourself. The courage is standing up for other people, which is probably more important because everyone doesn't possess a strength. Everyone doesn't have that attribute. Right. But the thing is, you stand up for people. It's like the bully. You know, everyone wants to hang out with the bully. But where's the courage where that person stands up to the bully where that person stands up to the bully's friends? Those are the guys and gals I want to hang with. I don't want to hang with the bully. You shouldn't want to hang with the bully. Hang with the person that's bullied. Help that person, he or she, get up and say, hey, we're going to do this together. That's freaking courage. That's freaking teamwork. That's freaking honor. Last one, y'all, is commitment. Be committed. Be committed. The Marine Corps taught me so much about commitment. Seeing it through. Don't quit. You better not quit. You will never quit. I can't accept defeat. That's um, Soldier's Creed, right? There's so many things that 
came through my time in the Marine Corps and even in the Army where you had to be committed. You signed this four-year contract when I was in the Marines. It wasn't, hey, I'm going to do these four. You know, I'm going to try to you know circumvent the system and try to get out early because I don't like this. I was committed. Even though I had my struggles in boot camp dealing with the swimming and some of the other things, I was committed to it. I was going to see it through because I knew if I had a failed Marine Corps boot camp, Oh, I would have came back to the laughs. Ah, I knew you couldn't do it. Knew you couldn't do it. Then I would have went back to working at White Castle. Ah, I told you, you couldn't do it. So I had a commitment. I had so much on my back, so much on my shoulders, knowing that I have to finish this. I have to get through these 13 weeks. And the only time I felt where I, I didn't commit myself is when I got out the Marine Corps and I worked these little odd jobs while between getting out the Marine Corps and joining the Army. I felt that I let, I won't say let the Marine Corps down. I felt I let myself down because here I, I served four years, was married, the initial parts of my marriage, and also with a young daughter. And all of a sudden, I'm unemployed. I'm looking for jobs when I had a freaking career behind me. At that time, the Army wasn't even in my it wasn't even in my thought process because as Marines know, there's no other branches. It's only the Marine Corps. And so I, the army wasn't even in my thought process. And I felt that everything that the drill instructors taught me, everything that my leaders taught me in the Marine Corps, I let everybody down. I let myself down. I let my family down because I didn't stay with that commitment. I wasn't steadfast with my commitment. You know what I mean? And so when I joined the army, I ain't sh made sure that, Hey, I'm not getting out. I signed this army contract October 23rd, 1999. I'm doing at least 20, at least 20. There's no quit. Now there was times when I joined, when I was initially in the army and my first duty station was in Germany. And I remember telling my wife, I can't do this army stuff. It's different. It's different. The discipline is different. They don't do this. They don't do that. The Marine Corps, this the Marine Corps, that. I'm going back to the Marines. Once I make sergeant, I'm going back to the Marine Corps. Dude, shut up. Commitment. I had to have a commitment level because if I served four years in the Marine Corps, was out a year and a half and joined the Army just to get out because it's not like the Marine Corps. Come on, man. You just jumping from lily pad to lily pad. So I knew I had to stay with it. I had to stay focused. And I remember telling my wife way back in 1999. Well, this is actually 2000. When we were in the Marine in uh, Germany, and I told her when we was in that uh, housing area in New Argonne, Concern, Hanau, Germany, in 2000, I told my wife, I said, "Listen, I will be a better soldier than I was a Marine," and that's saying a lot. But I told her I would be a better soldier than I was a Marine, because when I was a Marine, I was a knucklehead. She could tell you that. But I said that, and I knew I needed to be committed in my words. I need to be committed in my actions. I need to be committed in my thoughts. I need to be committed all the way around 360, everything from the head all the way to the bottom of my feet. I needed to be commitment, be committed. I need to show commitment to my family, to my supervisors, my peers, my subordinates, to the organization, to the unit, battalion, brigade, to the army, whoever. I needed to be commitment and I'm willing to go through anything, any challenge because I'm going to be committed. If I'm on target with something, I'm going to stay on it until it's accomplished. 
Once it's accomplished, pat on the back. Let's move over to the next one. But I'm going to stay committed. I knew I needed to be committed. And I didn't learn commitment until I was in the Marine Corps to those 13 weeks of Paris Island, those four, those four years in the Marine Corps. It was all about commitment, seeing everything through. Is the task finished? No, I was going to do it tomorrow. No, you're going to finish the task today. That's being committed. We're going to finish this thing till it's done. There's no quit. There's no days off. There's none of that. We're going to see this thing through. It's just like all of us. We got to see it through till it's finished. And once it's finished, close your eyes for a couple seconds. Start on the next one. But we got to show commitment. I knew I needed to be committed in anything, in any aspect of my life. I needed to be committed. And I wasn't committed. I didn't learn teamwork. I didn't learn strength. I didn't learn honor. I didn't learn uh, commitment. I didn't learn courage, none of that, until I became and went through the process of being a United States Marine. And if I hadn't gone through that, 1994 to 1998, ain't no telling where I would have been. A couple things in my life saved me. Of course, the Lord, my wife, and the Marine Corps. If I didn't have those three, I would be lost in the sauce. Ain't no telling. I'm even scared to think about where I would have been if I didn't have the Lord, my wife, and the Marine Corps starting my life. There's no way I probably would have been in the Army. I wouldn't have been married. I'd probably been back in Detroit, and I talk about yesterday wearing them Air Force Ones as all the drug dealers was doing. Ain't no telling what I would have been doing. Ain't no telling what type of crowd I was in. I was a very selfish person during those years. But the Marine Corps changed me. I can't say that enough. And I'm so thankful I went through all that. I'm so thankful I went through all those trials, tribulations. So thankful. I am so thankful I went through that. I'm so thankful that the presence of mind and the Lord put on my head, put on my mind, join the army. So thankful. So thankful. I can't even begin to make you guys understand. If I didn't have none of that, if I didn't have that in the past, I wouldn't have what I have present. Uh, and I think that's it for today. So thank you guys for tuning in, kind of closing it out here. And again, the title was How Graduating Marine Corps Boot Camp Changed My Life Forever. Uh, 28 year anniversary. I know people don't celebrate the 28 years they usually do. Was it 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30? But God dug it. That was such a, a thing, you know, for me to graduate. If you came from where I came from, you understand uh, the reason why I had this episode. 28 years ago today, I became a freaking Marine. And I will tell you, I will never, I will never shame that. That is something that, uh, and I'm I'm glad I'm thankful that my wife went through the same thing from the female side. Uh, I tell you, man, it's just a, it's a blessing, man. That's all I can say. So I'm I'm thankful that I went through that process. So thank you guys for tuning in today. Let's uh, put out some notes right quick, some housekeeping notes. So our next episode, we have spring break all of next week. So I will not be having any shows next week. So we will get back together on. 11 April. So again, no new shows next week, spring break, vacation time. Uh, so we'll be back together as a group on 11th of April, 2022. Is that 
second Monday in April. So April 11th, 2022, we'll resume the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Have a great weekend. Have a great next week. Be safe. Be honorable. Show teamwork. Show honor. Show courage. Show commitment. Show strength. Do all those things to be successful. Make other people successful. That's selfless service right there. Let's be selfless. Have selfless service, not uh, selfish service. Because I've had both. I prefer selfless service. Be a, a, a what do you call it? Have be service to others and do everything that you need to do to be successful. I'll talk about that again. Uh, for the dads, the moms, the brothers, the sisters, the coworkers, the bosses, the employees, all of mankind. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Watch your six. Be deliberate with your approach. Be deliberate with your actions. Be deliberate with your words. And just be great humans. Appreciate it, y'all. See y'all again. 11 April 2022. Again, 11 April 2022. Let's say it all together. Trust and believe. Thanks for listening.